0: kind of got to do what we got to do it's just some intro talk just kind of loosen up a bit talk about what we're going to talk about
1: it's funny as soon as Craig comes on we get super weird and awkward but like it's fine yeah. it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's kind of come on like well you can just notice it when you when you look at our other episodes oh wait awkward. i should
1: yeah. probably stop eating chips because you're going to hear weird crunching sounds in the audio we, we, are not not be doing
0: our podcast. we do not do that here oh
1: oh oh not too late just one crunch. Just- one crunch. One
2: Wow. I apologize. you disappointed no, I don't. this man. Disappointed. So, hi, Craig. Nice to have you back. Craig, how you been? How's your vacation? Been a hot minute. Oh, busy with the family? We understand. Oh, them kids. Yeah. We haven't spoken in a while. How long has it been? It's been... It's been a hot minute.
0: Last time we recorded was like, what? Last year? I think it was early this year. It was the last time we actually had recording.
1: The last time we recorded something that we uploaded yeah. was last year.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think that we mad at us for, for being away for so long? All of our, our Wunders fans?
1: Listen, we just wanted to build anticipation. All right. And then we just forgot halfway through the year. Whoops.
2: Man. Now we've been busy. Yeah. You
0: know that time when life just gets in the way of everything? Yeah. But... We are back. The Bronner Bros are here. We're here to, to, to deliver. You know, we're continuing to make the moves. Make the moves. Okay. I see you. Moves inspired by the Holy Spirit, that is. Okay. All right. Hashtag come get some. All right. I see you. But no, we are back. We are back. Cultural Professions is back and we'll try and do our best to continue to make sure that happens. We are very sorry, though, since it has been almost a year since we last actually uploaded and so, count this as a bit of a hiatus. It has, been, it has been a while. So, but we will try and get, get into that a little bit today. And we'll try to see if we can get back into the rhythm of things. Uh, we're going to try some new things. We'll talk about that as well. And of course, expect good and new things as we continue on in our journeys, but also just continue on with the podcast and what we're planning on doing with it. We got big plans. So, um, as a reminder, we still do a Patreon, so we're going to make a little plug for this donating to our Patreon, you can keep up with the podcast. And as well, of course, it does cost us a bit to produce this and to host all of our content. All extra funds will be going towards the promotion of and support for all artisans, writers, and musicians looking to glorify God and express their love for Him by the gifts He has given them. Again, that's available with our, our Twitter and Instagram. Well, I forgot we had both of those. I'm going to hop right back on that tonight. Um, also, small change as well. Google uh, Podcasts has sent out an email to us uh, regarding our podcast being hosted up without a homepage attached. And there's a few other different stipulations that kind of skimmed over in the email this month. So these effects, this is going to be affecting this month. Um, Our podcast may get removed uh, for the sake of our RSS feed not being updated with a homepage uh, for our site. So I don't know if that's still going to take effect, if it's going to be up or not by the end of this month. Uh, if it does go down, we'll do our best to kind of work through that. We still probably do need to put up a homepage just so you guys have access to what's going on, make a proper blog, just so you guys know what's going on. Again, keep up with all of our activity. It will be available on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, we'll do our best to keep up with that now that we are back from quite a long hiatus. And, uh, if it does go down on Google, we will do our best to get that back up and running as soon as possible. It's all coming soon. Otherwise. So that said, let's hop into our first cool. segment. Cool, cool, cool. The Barnabros. So I guess the first question of like, okay, where have you guys been? Yeah. Is life is is very busy and <laughs> we kind of did get in the way. Um, I think the last time we've actually met to try and record was in January of this this year. Um, yeah,
1: that is my bad. I might have lost the footage for that. So
0: yeah, we did have a show down ready to go. We were going to go over books three and four, I believe, of the Confessions, and we lost the recording.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. there was there was no we involved. I lost the recording, and I feel very bad because we just stopped recording after that. So. We're back now. It's fine. We're back now. We rebuke the spirit of, I was going to say stupidity, shame. but this is a family friendly podcast. Yes. We're cutting we're, that we're, we're out. We
0: rebuke the, the spirit of, of shame and despair. And forgetfulness. I was going to say forgetfulness, that's, that works, but that was too. So too. So we're trying to make sure we're not neglecting the show yeah. in regards to that, but it has been busy. Um, we will talk about that. But uh, also, Craig's been on vacation. He's been a while. It's been a while. He's gone away. Where were you, where were you, Craig? Rome, very nice. How? I don't know. How'd you get
1: bath? I thought- Man, that beard is luscious. Wow. He's got connections. Okay, my bad. It's VIP over here. Okay.
0: Yeah, we want to appreciate and give a, give a shout out to Craig for all that he does for us. Making sure all of our tech goes smoothly. We appreciate all that he does. Uh, for me, school, I've graduated. So yeah, and now I'm looking for work. So this past year has really been my my, my last year, and I wanted to focus on it. So um, just been busy with that and and kind of back and forth. Uh, was working on a research project, which took me a lot longer than I expected. So um, that's kind of taken a lot of time away from focusing on other things, podcast included. So I took a bit of a time to kind of focus on that. Uh, but I am officially graduated and done with school. So. Uh, I'll have a lot more time to at least plan out the podcasts and and do that as I'm kind of working through uh, finding employment and stuff. So all of your prayers are greatly appreciated for that. Uh, what about you, Mike? How's how's things been on your end? Where have you been?
1: Oh, I have. I've been working for the past year, and man, working during the pandemic is not fun. Ooh, hoo, hoo. so right after graduating. I think I might have talked about this in a previous episode, but I was just super unemployed for a solid three months. Then I got a job, which laid me off as soon as my benefits kicked in. But it's fine. I found another job like right away. So I've just been doing that for a bit. But then, then the Lord decided, you've been out of school too long, Mike. Looks like I'm going to send you right back. So teacher's college which is super fun this is my fourth first year
0: it's amazing it's more of a continuation of your last degree so i, I wouldn't call that like a first year start so i don't think all of your friends who told you they, they'd punch you if
1: no it's fine we always knew that i was going to go into education i'm sure all of you were like no i'm going to be a journalist guys for sure Didn't flop on the vocation he's got this oh vocation to teaching that is Yes, yes, that's what we mean. Yep. 100% was super faithful to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, but how is your college? How Are you enjoying it? Um, it's uh, OK. Preface.
1: I actually love the program. It's super fun. I'm excited to be learning how to teach and how to jump into the career. However, it's so many small assignments that feel just like a participation mark. And it's really starting to pile up because I'm also doing chaplaincy this year because I love our Lord and I want to spread his word on campus. But when you have like 30,000 assignments,
2: it is painful it starts to pile up. Uh, well,
0: right? also part of it, too, like like we're both getting involved in ministry again this year. Me, to a lesser extent, I did want to take a step away from from chaplaincy leadership to kind of let the newer students take over uh, and some of the veterans which has been kind of fruitful because I can still at least be in the community and uh, and help out when I'm that needed. Um, but it has been a bit of a bit of a different pace. Uh, Mike is at the Hamilton campus for Brock, so he's a bit yes. he's a bit of ways away, but he's definitely not as far as he was before. So he's been making frequent trips to visit us since the summer.
1: A lot of sad letters back and forth between the two of us.
0: I know, it's been very melancholic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're the but biggest stereotypes of like the sad know, artists. Right?
0: But uh, but don't worry, it's going to it's going to spark some inspiration for something great. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. Hamilton's more your vibe.
1: What do you mean? We'll, well, we'll back up. What do you mean by more my vibe? It's the city
0: life, my guy. It's not so it's some, like, small town St. Catharines.
1: OK, OK. Yeah, you're right. Sure. I suppose Hamilton technically counts as a city. No, that's mean I actually love I love the city. It's actually nice. People love harping on Hamilton, but it's beautiful. Yee yee. It has, it has its rough spots like any city, but it's, I think it's charming.
0: Mike had his visit uh, not too long ago uh, to his like apartment, his, oh, his apartment really, yeah. with uh, his roommates and stuff. And we went to go see a few little parts of the city, including like the mountain and stuff, which for us is just the Niagara Escarpment. It's a lot more gradual in St. Catharines, but you yeah. get to Hamilton and it's like, it's so much more sheer. It looks like yeah. it's just a mountain, like, and there's like the city itself is like a cove. And then continue, like, like the city kind of continues at the very top. So uh, you're located at the top of the mountain, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. which is actually it's a beautiful location. Like anytime we're going down the mountain, it's a nice viewpoint.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, it was it was great. So like coming down for the first time, I was like, I've never seen this part of Hamilton, and I was kind of like, wow. So I see why some people actually like this place. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> you sure the bad things about well, Hamilton and how sketchy it can be, but. Not going to lie for like the big city aesthetic. It does really well. I don't know if I'd
1: call it a big city aesthetic, but that's because I'm comparing it to Toronto, which is not fair.
0: A little bit. If you want to consider it like a, well, it's not, it's not part of like the Archdiocese or anything like that, but it's not like connected to the GTA, but it's basically connected to the GTA. (laughs) I guess. So as far as, as far as anything goes, it's, it's basically just an extension of Toronto, but has its own identity a little bit more in name and in function. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: been a wild time. Like I walked into a shopper's drug mart
0: and I got robbed while I was that
1: there. Wild. Right. Shocking.
0: Yeah. Like when you told me that I was like, I'm sorry, wait, what? That's a yeah. little frightening.
1: Just a bit. But, you know, I was just kind of there for a drink. I probably should have been more bothered by it. I'm like, oh, this is happening. Sweet.
0: Average Thursday in Hamilton. Oh, uh, yeah, basically. Amazing. <laughs>
1: But listen, I have more crazy stories in St. Catharines than I do Brampton and Toronto combined. So, so far. y'all not off the hook for the crazy city yet.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah. I watched a telephone pole catch fire in St. Catharines. Yeah. I had a manager choke out a man in St. Catharines. Yeah. Y'all are crazy. I, I, haven't heard stories. I haven't. That's like, OK, OK. It's funny because this was all at the same workplace. It was downtown. Um, there was one day, a telephone pole just kind of caught fire wild, right? Mm-hmm. A couple days after there was an active shooting downtown on that intersection. Uh, that same summer, my manager had to choke out a man because he was being a little bit too rowdy. Um And there are a lot of other stories I have that we can't share on a good Catholic podcast, but they're yeah, yeah, yeah. So St. Catherine's 10 times more wild than Hamilton. But to be fair, I've only been there for like a month.
0: Fair so. enough. We went to go visit and got bubble tea, and I've now kind of gotten into the craze and can appreciate it a lot more. You had zero it. bubbles
1: in your tea, sir. You had tea.
0: I did try one that did have it. and I actually was okay. like, this doesn't, this doesn't, like bother me anymore. Oh, it was okay. my
1: favorite. So like, okay, fun story quickly quickly. Um we went with our friend who will remain this friend will remain nameless. We're going to call this friend Jackson for fun. For fun. So Jackson, right? Um had, hadn't really had bubble tea before, so we played that game where they had to close their eyes, we spin the cup around and they have to like try and stab, the straw into the cup and he missed. And crushed the cup. So the side split completely open, gushing bubble tea everywhere. And she spent the rest of the time just drinking the bubble tea out of like the gash in the side. And when the server came around to like give us her food, give us the food, she paused, looked at the mess, looked at the cup that's standing on its side with a straw right in the center, and just the judgment was delicious.
0: It was fantastic.
1: But she was very professional about it. We had a good laugh, but as soon as she walked away and I didn't tell Jackson about this because she would have felt a little silly about the situation, but I could see that she was chuckling as she was walking oh. back to the kitchen. It was so good. It was so good. It was fun
0: oh. it, it time. It's all right. Jackson's never going to hear this. It's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. It's never going to happen, <laughs> yeah. but, but it was very, very entertaining. And so now I'm now I'm a little more multi, so let's come back to Hamilton and uh, try it out a little more.
1: You have to bring that to the next time because I yes. really want that to happen again.
0: In other news, we have missionaries, CCO missionaries at Brock. Yes, praise we God. Got the, we got the news back in like, uh, it had to have been like May. Like Something May, like that, yeah. May or, May, May or June around then, but we got the news and our chaplain was so ecstatic to know that we were getting CCO missionaries. We were getting yeah. three. Like one was just getting hired on and was trying to fundraise like get all the support raising done by september and he just started in like may so
1: insanity craziness yeah, so check
0: out to them check out the the brock chaplaincy instagram and uh that will be we we'll see where all the information is going regarding regarding that
1: at brock Catholic chaplaincy, that's at brock catholic chaplaincy follow us at brock catholic chaplaincy
0: good plug good plug yeah
1: I don't know if it's actually at Brock Catholic Chaplaincy. Let me double it, check real quick.
0: Yes, <laughs> hot minute. We'll Go check that. But hey. no, but uh, they're they're honestly great. I got to meet all of them. Uh, we've gone out for dinner and even just like played like softball at the park and just like hung out. And they're they're just solid people, like all around. So nice. they're going to be great. I just know they're going to start changing hearts, and changing lives uh, by bringing bringing people to Jesus on campus in a way that is engaging. It's real, and it just it's much more genuine the way they do it as CCO missionaries. Um, and they also have this community mindset of just like why not just to hang out. And yeah. that goes a lot farther than, than sometimes when we're like constantly pushing, like here's the academics, here's the talks, here's the panels. It's like sometimes just hanging out and playing board games is enough to kind of build up that fellowship in Christ. And that's one of the beautiful things that they do as missionaries. And it's cool, like they're just so chill. So I think it's gonna be great on campus I, this year. Like, don't get me wrong,
1: I'm super excited for the catechesis. I'm excited for the faith studies, but me and one of the missionaries are already getting super excited about taking all of you guys to like late night Korean barbecue in Hamilton, mm-hmm. which is going to be so much fun. One, because it's surprisingly cheap in Hamilton, 20 bucks for a dinner mm-hmm. menu for all you can eat.
0: Exactly. And that's one of the cool things I really hope that just continues on in my absence is I'm kind of, I am sitting back a little bit, uh, which does hurt knowing that things are growing and, and getting bigger. But it it brings me so much peace to know that the chaplaincy is in good hands.
1: I'll listen to you passing on the torch, all right? And you're picking the
0: torch back up, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a reversal, but it's all right.
1: It's funny because it's a reversal of reversal because I was kind of prepping you, low key, to take up the torch for chaplaincy. Then trolling. you picked it up, yeah, and then you passed it right back. Yeah.
0: But I'll be around still. Like we have a lot of men in the ministry now. Yes, finally, thank God. Yeah, Yeah. like not quite students. Some of them are actually volunteers, just coming from the outside. Some in their vocation. Some getting very close to discerning it. So that's really cool. And I'm hoping that those voices are what's going to help the students become a little bit more confident in what we're doing, and just feel the community, like people getting involved from the outside, more than willing to, to to speak their mind, their testimony and just share their faith in a very clear and genuine way, it's going to speak volumes to them. And I'm so looking forward to it.
1: Oh, okay, wait, back up a second. Speaking of like being missionary, you were a mission during the summer, good sir. Yes, Tell I me about was. that.
0: Yes, it was. We're going to get into that actually in, in the next segment, just kind of on like what's going forward. But um, we're going to jump right into that actually. I'm not, I'm not sure, good transition insert here. As we hop into the sermon corner this past uh, this past June, um, I had been kind of I've been thinking about it since like before graduating in April, kind of like, oh, okay, maybe maybe I should do like a mission like a mission trip or something like that. COVID had been kind of raging on and off, but usually in the summers, I was expecting just like last year, things open up a little bit more. Um, because we've been talking about mission for a while.
1: Yeah, see, Joel says that he was thinking about mission. Everyone was kind of low-key pushing him towards a mission. Like, hey, yeah. Joel, have you thought about a mission? Oh, by the way, did you know during the summer there are missions? So
0: so I tried going... after After going to Rise Up back in like 2019, we were like... Thinking about okay, let's do mission. Mike got to go, but that's when COVID hit, and it had to go all online. Yeah. I didn't get in it that year, but I wanted to give it a try. So again, at the end of end of the term, just before the end, I applied for for a trip, thinking, oh shoot, it might be online. And I had been doing a whole year of school online. It's just it hasn't been it hasn't been as like fun doing things strictly online. There has been fruit. there has been so much grace from the ministry. From the little bits of online we had to do, leading faith studies and being available for events. However, it just isn't the same as being in person with people, and I think we all know that. Uh, but the Lord's still been working, and it's still, you know, blowing my mind to this day. Uh, how many times it's worked out really well just from being online. So I was like, you know what? I'll take the plunge. And so I applied, and they accepted me. And so I was a part of the the Mission True North Toronto team. There's about 19 students and. F- four missionaries that were a part of that team shout out to those guys uh some of the best some of the best missionaries i've gotten to meet and just such great personalities right it was, oh jackson is on that team yes yes jackson was on that team and we had uh, we had about four four students you were on that mission too partly but you had stuff with work coming up, I think. yeah
1: but then i had to focus on work so i had to step
0: out yeah so it came down to just jackson and i for for brock but there were so many different like schools and ages and stuff like that, so I didn't really feel too uncomfortable about it. We only had like one pre-mission call to like get to know each other, and we didn't even <laughs> get, through, get through all the students before our time ran out and everyone had to leave. So that was kind of awkward. We didn't really get to beat everybody. So that was kind of like, okay. It wasn't really setting a good pace. The mission was... So here's what I'll say about the mission. In the beginning, we were doing all online training. It was, it dragged quite a bit. And I think everyone could agree. It's like, ah, this is, this is going to be a rough one. We didn't have too many high expectations. The days are very long. Like these were like full on days on zoom. And so it was very, very, it was taxing to say the least for the first week or so. And again, some people couldn't come to the in-person events they had planned. Things had opened up. So they were kind of allowed to plan ahead for in-person events throughout the the trip. Um, As the month progressed, we only had about three weeks on mission. We got to do a lot more in-person events. Once we got to the mission, like the mission um, activities with parishes and actually getting to go in person during that second week, things started to turn around. People's attitudes started to change. I had already started to get to meet people off the calls kind of privately and getting to know them, building friendships. And that really started to kick things off. Everyone started to have a bit of a higher morale. Over the course of that, we got to pray together. We had some rosaries together. And that really kind of got us in the in, in the mood and got us kind of filled with the spirit and ready to, you know, get out there and do stuff. And that first, I can remember that first event we had, we were in Mississauga at a parish there. And we had to do prayovers. And I had never done that before in like like public ministry and alone at that. And again, a lot of the missionaries were like, yeah, you'll get it. Yeah, you'll get it. And I'm like, okay, we're just getting kind of thrown into this. And they're like, yep, this is how this works. And I'm like, okay, abandonment to the spirit and providence. Okay, let's do this. And I can remember sitting down and being, you're supposed to get paired up. But um, I had been kind of, you know, checking the confession line for a bit and making sure everyone was moving along in the church. Okay, so we're still following protocols. And then so one of the missionaries like, comes up to me and says, like, hey, yeah, so, you know, we could use some people for, 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 for like, the prayovers downstairs.
2: And so I'm like, oh, OK, like,
0: sure. I really didn't want to because I was just awkward and really didn't want to, to get out there. But that was basically the missionaries kind of being like, Holy Spirit is telling me you should go. So go. And I'm like, all right. I get down there and the two people that I got to talk to and to pray over, I just kind of let the Holy Spirit take it. I did, I did not know. I'm not sure if this is something that people in charismatic communities normally have, but every person I got to pray over and stuff, it was such a grace. You could just see in their demeanor, them feeling just a lot more relieved, uh, but also just the comments after the fact, just us having a nice talk and me getting to share that you are with them, getting to share Jesus, and allowing them to kind of recommit Christ to the center of their lives was such a like rewarding experience, not only because you know these people really were, were glad to have this opportunity to do so. and we we're kind of surprised by how well it actually went. Despite the fact that I had no idea what I was doing, it was awkward and like sweating through my shirt the whole time. I'm not sure if that's like a, a common experience you may have had in in like your charismatic communities with with like prayovers, Mike, but it's, it's scary, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Mm, for a bunch of different reasons, mostly because like when I was doing prayer overs in my community, like I was super young when I got thrown into it. Like I started praying over people and I was like 12 years old. I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going to hope I sound like the guy next to me. And we're just going to kind of go from there. Like you don't really have a sense of discernment or docility to the spirit when you're super young,
0: but yeah. That's the scary part of like, I just didn't know what I was doing. But strangely enough, through the whole thing, it was, I got a lot of positive feedback from my peers who had kind of been listening in on how I was doing. And I was like, okay, maybe it worked out. Thank you, Holy Spirit for, for guiding me because I had no idea what I was doing. And I still remember their names. To this day, I still remember their names and their intentions. And they just stuck with me because you really get to, to see and feel the heart of a person As you pray over them and they grant, they kind of give you your, their intentions wholeheartedly. And and honestly, it's, it's quite the experience. I got to do it twice. I think out of all the things we've done, despite like the, like the hangout events were really awesome too. I got to meet them, the mission participants, and they're all super cool people. Um, But on the side of mission as kind of our call uh, as, as missionary disciples of Christ, It was the pray overs. It was those two events we had one at St. Michael's Cathedral uh, for an adoration night, and then there was one in, in a parish in Mississauga. It was both of those events I think that stuck out most to me on the side of ministry. Just being with people and praying with them in such an intentional way is life changing. And I think a lot of people were glad to see that despite how awkward they may have felt at first, they were able to pray to the best of their abilities and see the Holy Spirit working. Almost like I didn't feel like that was me doing that. Of all things, you knew there was a spirit in the room kind of just working. And we just kind of didn't know what was going on. So it wasn't really in our control. And, and God is good, is what I'll say. In fact, the first lady I prayed over, I still remember all the names from the second event we had, too. It was the first lady who I was praying over, a small little Filipino lady.
2: A- absolute angel.
0: I was praying over her and I could hear kind of like, like a really like deep labored breathing. At some point, oh, I was praying with my partner. I was leading, and then all of a sudden, as I'm praying, this this weight just like falls into me, and so I like I get shocked up, and I, I look, and she had passed out, or I thought she had passed out, but she was still awake, just completely winded, and fell completely over, and I had to hold her there. And to my surprise, I was not shocked. I was not like phased at all. I was super calm and was like, okay. And then I just kept kept praying. And about two or three minutes later, she kind of came to just you know, apologizing, like, oh, so sorry, I lost my balance and stuff. Um, but that was the that was that was pretty crazy. It was one of those experiences that I, I went back to people with saying, like, hey, this happened. And they're like, Oh, she was slain in the spirit, wow. And I'm like, what what is that? And I had to get that whole whole thing explained to me. For those who don't know, Mike, can you explain what slain in the spirit means? I really can't.
1: I wish I could. I really can't. <laughs> yeah,
0: anyway, it was it was it was wild. It was it was wild and I didn't know what to say, but again, it was one of those experiences where I remembered these intentions, these people, and what they were struggling with. And I just continued to pay for them after mission because I was like, the Lord's working in your life, I can see it. He will continue to do so. And I'll be praying for you for that. And I brought them peace. It brought me peace and just gave me that fire of like, I wanted to continue doing this. So yeah, post-mission things have been kind of a lot slowly, sl- slower for sure. But uh, I don't know, just, man. Sounds like yeah. things are kind of fruitful for you, but you know. Eh, it was nice. Besides of, like the, the, the fellowship and stuff, because one of our guys is going to seminary in, in, in Spain, actually, for his first nice. year, which was kind of cool. For that, for Hamilton, so good on him. Shout out to my boy Josh. And uh, I also got to go on a camping trip in late August, actually, with one of the other mission participants that I got to know really well, who was our hype man. Hype man. Yes, he was our hype man. Getting ready for any event was just it was it was all him, just getting us hype hyped up. It was fantastic. Three days nice. in the wilderness, praying rosaries in the rain. Absolutely fantastic experience. I think this couldn't have been a better summer honestly, Lord's working through it. So much stuff has happened. My life has changed completely because of it. And, uh, yeah, God is good on that front though. Um, how have things been with, uh, with, with vocation, my guy, how, how are things since the pandemic has kind of come (laughs) into a bit of a tail end?
1: (laughs) Uh, ominous laugh. My bad. It was good. It's been good. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been good. It's yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Oh, no. Um. Uh, hmm.
1: How do I condense this into not five hours? So. I'm pretty sure I've told this story in the podcast before, but I'm going to give a quick recap. So. 2019 rise up. We're doing prayovers. We're grouped into like, groups of three. Keep in mind, I didn't really know this girl at the time. She was part of our chaplaincy. Uh, And when she was praying over me, she was like, Mike, I don't know why I keep getting this word on my heart, but I just I have this urge to call you brother, Mike. And I'm like, "Okay, cool, sweet. I'm not going to think about that again for as long as possible. So. As I do, I delete it completely from my mind, because I'm like, that's that's just a thing that happens in conferences. People get like worked up Mm, Lord, you're not calling me to be a brother. Right. Right. Fast forward six months. This is when I was accepted onto mission last year, actually. Uh, We're meeting with some of the missionaries. Um, So like these are missionaries from across the country. When we were doing it, we got the grouping was different. That's not important. So I got paired up with two people from completely opposite sides of the country. We're doing prayovers over zoom and this guy who I've never met was like, Mike, I don't know why. I'm getting this word on my heart. But I just want to call you Brother Mike, like, okay, Lord. Are you sure? You want me to be taking this seriously? God, are you sure? So again, naturally, I don't think about it again, seriously. Until a year later. When the same guy messages me on Facebook and he's like, hey, it's been a while. Like, I don't like where this is going. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he continues. You've been coming up in prayer a lot recently. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't say it. Don't say it. Mike, I just want to remind you of your identity as. Brother Mike. Like, <laughs> oh, Lord, I want a family, man. Oh, um, That's going so, to be hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Lord thumping me over the head three times with the same message from completely different situations. Yeah, though. So, um, at this point, it's during the pandemic, it's while I'm working. And honestly, at this point in my life, I was struggling spiritually. Like one of the reasons I didn't really go on the mission, one, honestly, because I was working, but also my heart was just not in the right place. So for the past couple of months, I've been taking that question like super seriously, like, Lord, how do you see me? And it's become very, very evident. uh, Through prayer, through reflecting on scripture, through quiet time and adoration, through random people on the streets, through people I'm talking to in ministry, that uh, the identity of a brother is something I need to like really look into. So cue my roommate, Augustine. We were talking. This was like the first time we met. Keep keep that in mind. Um, I had just moved in. Teachers College was going to start in a week. Um, We just kind of started talking. One of my other roommates who I had known previously had told him about me a little bit. So we're both Catholic um we're both discerning and very quickly he settles on brother mike as my nickname wow three times no no four times oh i guess i guess
0: three times Don't count that yeah
1: three different people four different times so i'm gonna be looking into that for the next couple of years brother mike
0: everyone is listening we're asking for prayers pray for brother mike also, if you know
1: where I can get like a triple XL habit, just, you know, hit me up.
0: <laughs> hey, man, we're working on that, okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll find you a spot, whatever that color might be.
1: Going <laughs> to be a branded habit? Supreme come out with a habit yet? Huh?
0: Oh, no. Oh, well, a
1: beast we habit. That's the that. exact opposite of what that. we're trying. Yeah.
0: Unfortunate. We'll get into that at some point. The Supreme habit. That sounds like a good topic. We'll get into that at some point. But uh, yeah, so we're praying for, we're praying for Mike because vocation is huge. This is important for him, but also just in general, like when things start coming up in coincidences like that, we begin to ask the question, is it really a coincidence or is there's no such
1: thing thing as coincidences, at least not for me. God loves thumping me over the head because I'm stubborn. So
2: yeah, no coincidences.
1: Yeah.
0: That said that's really kind of what we wanted to kind of touch on one thing. lives. Quick update for our lives. We'll be continuing to try and release monthly at least for the time being. Uh, so please bear with us as we try and work on that. Just a few notes on what we were planning to do, at least for the future, uh, for the next episodes, we want to try and make it more concise for your viewing. Uh, we tend to ramble Mike and I, so trying to make that a little bit more concise, uh, would be by trying to get rid of the extra time that we put into our discussions. Uh, We'll do a little more planning as well, so we're hoping to do probably about half an hour-ish episodes, forty-five minutes max. Um, We're still going to continue working through the confessions, however, we will take uh, shorter passages, and we're going to focus on specific things that stuck out to us. By this point in time, we've both finished the book. We can go back through and fully reflect upon the things we've highlighted. Uh, We'll do our best to kind of make it, you know, as interesting as possible. However, remember we are not scholars; we are amateurs. So, uh, with that said. That is our plan for the future. We had a lot of ideas on the table. We'll continue to work on making that content accessible to you and making it as interesting as possible. But with that said, I have been Joel. My name is Mike. And you have listened to Cultural Confessions. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you in the next month. Hopefully all of you who are going back to school are doing well. We're praying for you and praying for...
1: drink water.
0: All ...of your intentions. Just you know who water. you are. Yeah. Have a good day. Make sure you get your sleep. Hey 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 Jesus love you and Jesus love you bye you. moi Take care